Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depend, depending on when people are watching this video yes. podcast. I still haven't figured out what to call this, a video podcast or a podcast? Kind of weird, right? But we have a wonderful guest with us today, whenever you are watching this, and this is Lindsay Lamb. And Lindsay Lamb is an author of the book that you see on this screen right here. We're going to get into this. It's a voracious grief. All right. Now, moments ago, I kind of filled in the title, right? And I and I said I said um, the wrong title. And I am currently reading through this this book right now. And I am I, as well. And you you are. In fact, we were talking about this the other night. Just like, well, what do you think of this? Who's your favorite? We were character? talking about who are like I have a favorite character. Yeah, who has a favorite character. I have a favorite character. That's I want, so fun. Do you have a favorite character in the book? Oh, I I really love all of them, but you, oh, what a safe it's, it's hard to choose. <laughs> I mean, because you're so personally invested in the characters, whereas mm-hmm. Evelyn and I were. If you're reading the book, you're kind of trying to get to know the characters, and you're like, who are you going to get attached to? And mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in a moment. And everyone knows who we are. Well, not everyone, but if you're watching this, if you've watched this more than once, you know who we are. But I'm going to put the intro video on, and then afterwards, you're going to like make. Make, make your attempt at like welcoming everyone once again. All right? Give me a three, two, one. Three, two, one. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Evelyn, and I'm your host of... Where are we? What are we doing, Evelyn? <laughs> Life and a shot of espresso. Yeah, yeah. Now, remember last time, last, Lindsay, last time we were doing this, we run actually two podcasts. One is Life and a Shot, Life and a Cup of Coffee, um, and this one's Life and a Shot of Espresso. Now, mm-hmm. Life and a uh, Cup of Coffee is all like theology stuff, all right? And Life and a Shot of Espresso, which is what we're doing right now, is... Um, is all about everything else, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I made the mistake. I played the wrong music, and she kind of let me have it. <laughs> but we are on um, Espresso. Evelyn, Kendall, and Lindsay. And Lindsay, you are an author. So do you mind if I just kind of pop up your website on the screen right now? Absolutely. All right. Now, wh- what I noticed right away is that you were able to get the website, lindsaylamb.com. All right. Mm-hmm. So if people can spell your name, all right, and mm-hmm. you see that on the screen right now, they can actually um, have your website. Now, websites are a, a peculiar thing uh, because if you're going to look for a name for your website, right, you tend not to get it. Mm-hmm. And you got lindsaylamb.com. I was very fortunate. Which, <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, now I love the spelling of your name and stuff like that. But how long has this website been active now? Um. I think about two years. Two years. I've been keeping it up. Okay, mm-hmm. so this has been like a work in progress and stuff like yes. that. Yeah. 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 Now, people, I'm scrolling through the website right there, and this is the name, and you see the title of Lindsay's book right here, A Voracious Grief. And uh, about the title? A little bit about the title? Hmm. I don't know. It just was the most obvious title to me. <laughs> it's an awesome title. I love Lindsay. the word voracious. Yeah, yeah. Now, Thanks. voracious means, help me out here. I guess I haven't looked it up, but in my mind, I was thinking a grief that is like all-consuming. Yes. Oh, my yes. gosh, yeah. That would be 
Yeah. Probably the proper definition of that. So I'm it's, it's sure. you know, I'm looking at the title and the and the artwork on the book right now, mm-hmm. and I see that, and it really draws you in there. The, if everyone sees it, there's just like one little kind of like color scheme going throughout this, but it, it's a black and white picture. Well, I love the gold just, frame because yeah. it just makes it seem like there's this lining that ends up like being the bright part of everything. Yeah. Mm, now I was I, I was researching. I'm um, going through some of your other stuff, or it might be on this site. But someone was reading the book, <coughs> reading something from it, um, like an audio. The the video trailer that I yeah. put out for it on release. Yes, I was reading excerpts from it. Wow. You, are you going to come <laughs> out with an audio book? I re- I plan to. Oh, you wow. Should, I'm hoping because... to try to do that this next year if mm-hmm. everything works out. Mm-hmm. If not, it'll have to be delayed, but yeah. It's well, in the works. I I really <laughs> loved the the way you read that. It just sucked mm-hmm. me right in. Well, that's I why I brought it up. Nice. I'm like, "What? <laughs> This is so cool. And like you just listen to it and the way you read it. So that is you reading. Mm-hmm. All right. It's my attempt at a British accent, which I feel like is, you know, subpar, but no, <laughs> I think you did. I think you did very yeah. well. And that's what actually made me more excited about reading it. Hmm. Yeah. Was the accent? Yes. It's always the accent it's that sucks accent. us in, right? Yeah. You know, I wonder if you're thinking, you know, if I do an accent, it'll kind of pull them in. But, you know, regarding audiobooks and just saying you should come out with an audiobook, those things aren't, this is not so simple to do. Mm, no. Right? Because, I mean, this is not like two chapters and you're done here. This <laughs> takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And when you're reading through it, you know, just when you're reading without an audio thing, it takes a lot of work to focus on the characters and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when you're doing an audio book, you have to maintain character. And when you're reading through, you have, you're as the author, I imagine that you want to communicate, mm-hmm. you know, the character of the book. Yeah. You also need some quiet time too. And I yes. bet that's <laughs> a little complicated sometimes. Yes. yes, indeed. <laughs> I, it, I definitely would not plan to do like a homebrew version of an audiobook. I would be hiring professionals and having it in the studio where it's going to be quiet and all of that stuff. Uh, like so. the whole sound yeah, thing. Well, I can. Everything is professional from top to bottom, and I all really right. And helps. and I wonder about future filmmaking. Oh. Well, that's not in my wheelhouse, you know. <laughs> I know, but when people read the book, it'll be in there. So you might want to expect that. Well, if anybody wants to do that. <laughs> well, I don't want to give away. I, I, I want to be very careful because I don't want to give away what, you know, the characters and stuff in the book. Because I'm personally invested in one particular character. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be invested in one. But but could you tell us a little about, about the book? Um, yeah. All right. So this is a story set in Victorian England, 1860-ish. And it's about a brother and sister who are part of the peerage. They have a manor house and uh, an inheritance. But um, the, the big thing going on in the story is that they've recently lost a lot of their family to different illnesses and, and they're grieving. And um, the brother, Ambrose, has his certain way of going about his grieving process, which is, you know, very particular yeah. to his personality. And and really, yeah, you <clears throat> communicated that so well in the book. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. what's up with this dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his sister is incredibly different yeah. than him, and she really um, struggles a lot yeah. in, in certain ways. And so 
it's really a book about their relationship, about the family drama between them. It's a book about um, just the process of grief yeah. and being able to heal and move on in life and just be able to find hope in life again. Um, I was I was writing a blog post this morning about the theme of healing, mm-hmm. and I realized that a lot of times I look at this book as, as a book about depression and grief, which sounds very negative, and it is about that also. But really, this book is a book about what it means to heal and what wholeness looks like. Wow, that's beautiful. I even noticed as I was reading it, the people around them that were watching them go through their grief and and how it affected them as well and their entire lives. Because, you know, as we all know, we've been around people who are grieving and and it affects us all tremendously. It's a a process. Um, Let's see. my, My recent thing with grief... We had a celebration service of someone's life uh, over at, at this, and I, I mentioned during it, and I think this really ties in with certain aspects of the book when I was reading it, I mentioned that during times such as this, we all, some of us may have not gone through, we've gone through the motions, but that, not the emotions hmm. of, it, of it, and some of us might be totally immersed or just just overwhelmed by emotion in this and they they're having a hard time moving on and some of some of us we put expectations on how we grieve and when when we Mm. don't meet those expectations right we're like what's wrong with me Mm. well i mean do do you find that people clearly you're familiar with the topic when you read the book um people you're going to be like okay this author is very familiar with this topic but um i'm losing my train of thought right now evelyn what'd you put in the coffee oh um, it's that creamer yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, expectations have you um with 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 your um familiar you know being familiar with grief have you placed expectations? Do you find that people place expectations on they should feel a certain way mm-hmm. when they're grieving? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think especially in a faith community, mm-hmm. um, being believers, that there's a lot of reliance on what we know to be true and what we hold to as the truth and as the secure thing that we have in life. And I think that's a really good thing, yeah. obviously, but... When you enter an experience of grief, that is different. It's more emotional, and it is existing alongside the truths that you hold without negating those truths, Mm -hmm. but oftentimes it's difficult to hold both of those things at the same time. And so I think my experience of grief has often been causing a rift in my community where they want to remind me of the truth and say, the emotions don't matter because we have these truths. Mm. Whereas I want to respond by saying, well, my emotions really matter. And I want to hold on to those at the same time as holding on to the truths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what does that look like? And what does that mean? And like, then what do you do with your emotions? And like, it just brings up all these other questions yeah. that I think is just getting to the point of how do you be a whole person who's not just a mind, but also a heart and also, you know, a body and yeah. things like that. Because that's, that's what constitutes a human being, someone who feels things and has, you, you mentioned several times, truths, your truths. And when someone else comes in and they place their convictions on and their truths on you, 
All right. And I don't want to get into a conversation on subjective truth and objective truth. Uh, that, but the, the fact is you have to work it through as you, as an individual. Mm-hmm. And that's that's mm-hmm. that's a difficult. Yeah, thing. I, I've noticed that in the characters, the different ways people respond to each other in in how it's all very different in how they they grieve mm-hmm. some together some want to do it separately yeah. and privately and and so i think you capture that well in each of the characters that you also I've have noticed. a character that comes in and out of the book that has had a, a one run in so far i'm a quarter of a way through it with ambrose and i was just like oh i wonder if is this this particular is this godfrey? character no godfrey. no although that was a cool scene yeah right I, right I really godfrey, like hurry it. up it's probably my <laughs> favorite the, scene really yeah, yeah. i yeah. love i love reading <laughs> through that scene because i found myself smiling and i'm like, hoping to see him that, since mm-hmm. since uh i haven't you know gone through the whole book but i'm hoping to see his character back in there again well mm-hmm. also with that situation with with godfrey there's the other character, Maddie, all right? And it's mm-hmm. like you also got a glimpse of Maddie kind of prior to what she's going through, like mm-hmm. how she kind of handled Godfrey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, <laughs> dude, Maddie, come on here. She has her own issues. She does. <laughs> and it's just they're so fun to, to um, read into prior to um, – oh, Evelyn, you have a question? Well, I was just wondering, do you consider this uh, a – a Christian book, but also this is this is not your first book, correct? Mm-hmm. So it my is? first published book. Okay. There is a manuscript that's complete that I'm returning to now to okay. work towards publication. Right. Um, so do you strictly write Christian books or do you Yeah, I think it depends on what you define it as. Yeah, I'm not sensing a like. I'm sensing a, a life theme that everyone yes. can like relate to in this book. I haven't I even agree like. With that. I haven't. Yeah. I, I know that. Uh, I know where a- Ambrose goes to. You know, I know what tradition he comes out of. You mention mm-hmm. it in the book. I'm, I'm I'm having the hardest time being like very like particular and about not giving everything away here. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I know what tradition he comes out of because you mentioned that in a paragraph. Um, in the book, but I don't, I'm not getting, a, I'm getting a, a life theme. We all live, we all grieve, we all have to face a reality in the, in our end, whenever that may be. Mm-hmm. And for those who are left behind, there's a process of navigating your way through the fog. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And uh, so I'm yes. not sensing a Christian theme because all right. human beings go through this. And and I don't feel like the book is about death. I feel like it's definitely definitely about life and how difficult mm-hmm. it is in the things that you have to face. Um, do you relate to any of the characters more so than? That's that's the big question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> am I allowed to who ask that guess? question? Who would you guess? Oh, I don't know. You know, I mean, in the I, beginning I of don't, the book, Ambrose. Well, let's pause for a second. I think Ambrose. You do? That's my favorite character. Well, I, here, let's pause for a second because we we met while you were out promoting your book. Mm-hmm. All right, so we we're like. That you know, and that's what drew me into this. So I don't really know know you as a person, so I can't really fair, say. Fair. You, you know, so I'm like, so it's going to be really interesting. And that's the be- beautiful thing because people who don't know you are reading the book. Isn't that isn't that a great thing? Right? It's really uh, scary too, honestly. <laughs> See, I, when I think of Ambrose, I think of his strength and ability to tuck the grief away so he can get on with the business that he has to do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, he just did a mic drop. If you had a mic in your hand, like the way she, <laughs> did you see the way she leaned back on that one? She was like, uh huh. Yeah, and then my thumb Respond. flicked on this thing. It was like, yeah. Boom. <laughs> okay. Well, I you're right, Evelyn. I do relate most to Ambrose, and as you'll see as the story develops, some of his strengths also are his weaknesses. Ooh. And and so I think that. You're right. That is kind of a strength that he can kind of get back into the rhythm of life. Mm -hmm. um, but that is something that causes him other struggles that I relate to very much mm -hmm. of. I think the process of writing this book really initiated for me an understanding and exploration of how to have emotional intelligence as an adult. And um, that was a learning process I had to go through this mm -hmm. last year. And so I think Ambrose and I have that in common of like mm -hmm. not starting out very emotionally intelligent about what mm -hmm. to do with all these emotions. Yeah. I, I noticed too, as I started reading out, you didn't say whether the character was male or female. So I kind of grappled with that, but that's also why I thought it was you. <laughs> really? Yes. I, re I, had, I remember but having that conversation with I, you. I love the fact that Ambrose is a man. Well, I, the name Even says though, it all, kind of. Well, no, I didn't know, I, because I've never heard of the name Ambrose before. How do we pronounce the name? That's correct. Ambrose. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. It, is that a male or a female name? It's a male name. It's, yeah. it's, a, vic it's a very Victorian, Victorian name. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Oh, that brings me, I want to ask a question. Okay. Okay, we, we kind of touched on this prior to hitting record today, but the language of the book, it, it took me a moment, not long, but I love the the language that the you know your writing style of the book. Now everyone has a writing style, but it's like you infused yourself into that time period. It didn't take me long to say this is not 2023. <laughs> it, it was like okay, we're going back in time here. The, what do you? Hello, people. <laughs> this is, welcome to the fun. But it, you went back. You really did a wonderful job taking the reader or taking me um, back in time and uh, to a different way that people spoke. But you have a very um, kind of symbolic, metaphorical way that you write, but without using tremendous metaphors mm. and stuff. It, it, to me, that's a compliment because mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this is really art. Just It's full of art the way you write. You're going to know when you read this what I mean. I can't really explain it right now, okay? I mean, even if you go on the website, you read that first line. Mm -hmm. So, and how the, how was that developed? I think that, first of all, the, um, the feel of it feeling like another time period, mm -hmm. that is one aspect that you're uh, cluing into, and that comes from a lot of... I, I basically grew up reading a lot of British classics, Charles Dickens, yeah. you know, Jane Eyre, all of the yeah. English literature that you would be assigned in school. Right. And that was some of my favorite literature. So I've um, kind of just steeped in that. And I think that language comes naturally to it me kind of because of that. You. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think you'd yeah. like to live in those times? No. <laughs> no I only go back as far as yeah, air conditioning. That's, it, it's an interesting <laughs> flight of the imagination, right? Yeah, but. beyond the air conditioning, I'm kind of like, no, I'm out. And corsets. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, um, but then the other thing you were also tying into there is the use of metaphor. And I think that comes very strongly from C.S. Lewis. Yeah. And from, I think, probably 50% of my literary education is from him. Wow. And reading all of his books and reading them multiple times and really digesting multiple them. Multiple times. Do yes. you have a favorite that you read of his? Mm, it is very difficult. Well, his, his style <laughs> shifts from book to book because yes. he's, a, he's, he's growing as a... a and he's growing within his beliefs. Yeah. Beliefs, mm-hmm. um, while while you see the the writing, uh, mm-hmm. and then you know everyone looks to mere Christianity, but mere just means basic. Oh, I love um, the and he's not the basic. fantasy <laughs> of the great divorce. There's something yeah. so yes. wild mm-hmm. about that yeah. story. I always preach you, that when I say read. How long C.S. did it Lewis. take you? Uh, how long did it take you to adjust to the language uh, that? It's not hard. It, it, it's just like it's. You're like, wow, this is different. I it, like this. It didn't take me long at all with the language because mm-hmm. I love that language. But I think what, like I said, what threw me in the beginning was I didn't know if the character was male or female. So when I found out it was male, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I because I was seeing it as I was reading it, like I'm processing the story that I'm reading as being me mm-hmm. in a sense mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i guess so yeah i can i can see that she's like okay did you immediately wanted someone to relate to yeah is that is that it but but that was because i was used to it but it i was actually pleasantly surprised like i said i like that hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I <had> to. <laughs> um so you relate to ambrose yes lord Well, so far, because I haven't gotten as far as he has, and I'm not entirely sure who all the characters are, so Mm -hmm. I'm excited to find out more of the characters. Something interesting about me, I I think I mentioned this to you when we met, I am steeped in academia. I'm steeped in those kind of books, okay? So for Mm -hmm. me to read, this is the first book that I'm reading through outside of uh, ancient Christianity. <laughs> so uh, it, it's it's it was so refreshing to like you know mm-hmm. when this came out when when we when we met the book had was right. coming out mm-hmm. and I'm I'm saying this because I um, if you look at my iPad you can tell that I study things so I like, <laughs> wanted to start studying these characters and I have notes on all these characters and too. everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so can I just say who i really relate to i'm curious maddie yeah maddie and i'm curious why Uh, um mainly just because i feel like you get a certain slant of like who she is from ambrose's perspective right i get the sense that she's having more than a crisis crisis of emotion uh, at, least, at least up to this point in the book, it's more existential, especially with mm-hmm. what she went to that. She went to a certain, oh, how am I going to do this? She you went, can, you can talk okay, about she that went scene, to a I class and, mm-hmm. and the result was not was so not good. good, but she did it deliberately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that, so I, when I was younger, I was, I, I faced a lot of a tragedy. I didn't have the uh, best uh, healthiest upbringing. Let's just say I lost my brother um, out of the blue. He, I was nineteen; he was twenty, and that sent, and then certain things happened within my family life during those times or mm-hmm. prior that led up to those that really affected me. And I've always been someone to question existence. 
even now as a pastor and as a theologian, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm in a constant state of illness of an existential crisis. And so I related to Maddie because uh, for about 10 years, 10, 12 years of my life, I couldn't move on. In fact, I didn't want to move on. I felt like I was honoring those who passed by not moving on. And it's just a really weird thing to explain. Like a, a holiday would come and like, well, I'm not supposed to celebrate the holiday. I didn't tell people that. I'm supposed to be miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be this way uh, because if I'm not this way, then it means that I didn't truly love that person. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can see why you relate to Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> that is like her in a nutshell. Yeah, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's like oh. I, I want her to... to mm-hmm move and progress but at the same time i don't want her to because mm-hmm. it's really holding this portion of the story together because i want to learn am i talking too far no. away? Ooh, oh that's a yeah. big difference right yeah i want to i want to learn what space she's not i don't she's not necessarily in a dark place and i get it that one of the characters in the book is like leaning on if, you know what do i have if i don't have her basically mm-hmm. and you know i mean I, i've been there and uh yeah. it's 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 not it's dark but it's not so tragic a place mm-hmm. so that's somewhat maddie yeah maddie yeah. you know and i think that that both she and ambrose have a piece of the truth right that mm-hmm. they have like ambrose is is right in that life must go on you know that there is a reason to keep mm-hmm. living despite certain circumstances Maybe he doesn't have quite the right motivation yet, you know, Mm -hmm. but Maddie is really, if he would stop and listen to her, like she's really lingering over what is the value of your life when you have gone, you know, and like, is it how you affected those you leave behind and Mm -hmm. how, how, what does it look like for somebody to honor the memory of someone and to treasure that and cherish that and not move on in life as yeah. if their coming and going doesn't matter at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because when you remember you're making that, that memory present, mm-hmm. right? It's the remembering is how you bring the past into the present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's such a, a big thing. So it's really interesting uh, how you, how you're developing. I can't say develop cause I haven't made it, um, past past a certain point in the in the text is what I call it, uh, the story, but you really did a wonderful job or, or doing a wonderful job just touching on the heart of humanity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, there's a psychology within the relationships of the people. That I'm just particularly interested in in two things, okay? And the the readers aren't going to understand what I'm saying. It's like. So for me, it's like, for God's sake, start reading the journals. I'm very like, curious on. about what's in those journals. I just want right? to pick it up and you start like, reading it myself. Like, so. okay, okay, what's going on? Because you, you did this wonderful job just navigating this tension of this mystery, like kind of like brought it in. And to me, the journal is a character. In the book, not not something to say. It's a character. And to me, it's the key to what brings something to life. And just going to. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And Godfrey. Poor I dude. Know. <laughs> Poor Godfrey. Man. I just, I hope he gets the girl. But I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't know. I, at this point, I'm not entirely sure 
what I picture him to look like because I try to picture these people when Dude, I'm. Dude, you yeah. do a good job. My Godfrey has a beard. What you, is your Godfrey? I love have? the detail you put into your characters too. So, but, but I haven't gotten a great. I have a little bit of an idea. I'm still trying to create his image in my mind. So, mm-hmm. are you picturing like a student? No, no, no. That's or not if that you, used to be. Maybe? She described him. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he yeah. doesn't look the healthiest. Well, I know, but, <laughs> but when you picture a healthy, this is like kind of like aristocrat, like kind of like. Are y'all right? talking about Ambrose or no Godfrey? Um, both, Godfrey. Because Godfrey. I well the man who Godfrey has like a past and a present. We're seeing the present. But mm-hmm. it's really reliant mm-hmm. upon his past. Oh, okay. it, it, and that's the character I'm focused on. The past Godfrey. Yeah, because mm. the, the 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 present Godfrey. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Obviously, he's more. gotten a little bit further <laughs> in it than I am. But I am I am sort of the uh, like you, the eye of detail that you wrote about. Yeah. yeah. I like that. People. People like to have the detail so they can picture things in their mind. So, well, it's 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 a it's a really good story, um, and and how you, you just get the book, people read it. It's it's available <laughs> on iBook. That's how I'm reading it right now. Apple Books. What else? Yeah, pretty much anywhere that you buy an ebook, okay. you would find it. If you can order it through Amazon, you can order it through Barnes and Noble. Um, you can find it through Overdrive, which I think is like a li- a library provider. Okay. Um, but the best way to get the best deal is to order it on my website through my store. Okay, I'm gonna draw yeah. up the website right now. Uh, and let's see, home books newsletter blog. Media links about. And I also company. have some T-shirts with art from the book. So if you end up being mm-hmm. a fan, you can always come back and, and get a cool T-shirt. page. Um, <laughs> you know what? This is a really great time of year. Well, wait, you to can get look at the someone. camera all you want. Um, I got the website okay. up on the page. Mm-hmm. But okay. Well, I'm um, go ahead. <laughs> can you imagine the whole podcast was like uh, that? Like uh, we didn't uh, have uh, any chemistry, okay. and all three of us are like, uh, 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 but right now, people, I have on the uh, on the. What you're seeing on the screen is Lamb Bookstore, and this is where you want to go to order the book, and it has a link right there. Go to, oh, I want a T-shirt. Yeah, I love the T-shirts. <laughs> and I was going to say, this is a great time of year. Okay. If you if you have someone you don't know quite what to get for Christmas, this is especially someone who well, loves to read. There, right there. The- and I always love T-shirts that have things on them. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is the first time I'm Especially looking at this portion things. of the website, <laughs> and I'm loving these T-shirts. I'm loving this. Oh, right now I know now. what you're going to get for Christmas. Stocking this this was stocking. cool stuff. Yeah, stocking stuffers. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay, if we order a book, is there a place that those. we can sign, you know, get a signed copy? Yes. Yeah, so I don't have a place on the website to, like an option on the store to like click and say, I want a signed copy. But if you email me, yeah. my email is just Lindsay at lindsaylam.com. Okay. And um, I can just request one and I can make sure that the order, so your order associated with you on yeah. the store is shipped signed. Good. I think we're going to do that. Yeah. That's we, a great idea. There, yeah. she, you brought books right yeah. here. I'm enjoying the book. I look forward to, um, you know, just just um, 
I'm excited for your career as this. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell that this is something you're going to do regardless, <laughs> right? It's like because it's a passion. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and you can you can tell when someone's not doing something with with a passion because mm-hmm. it's like oh they'll stop doing it a year, but this is really an investment of your life into this. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I notice you're uh, a deep thinker. I mm-hmm. like that. I love having conversations with deep thinkers. You know. I I like having conversations with people that stay on the shallow end of the pool and stick their head deep in the water and say they went to the deep end. Did you catch all that? Yeah, I did. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just went deep. No, you didn't. You're still on the shallow end of the pool. Is there anything you would like to? That's this is the question. question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, you know, something that I've been really thinking about and, um, just hearing, you know, with, with your ear to the ground culture wise, I think I'm hearing that there is a, a a cultural shift in away from reading and away from fiction, especially because it's less practical um, than just nonfiction that's going to tell you how to do something, you know, mm. or give you the answer to a problem. Um, but I, I just love to encourage people to read, mm-hmm. but especially to read fiction. Yes. And I think that's something that I know from personal experience that fiction can just dig down to a place in your heart and your emotions and, and even just the way you think about the world, um, way more, like just way more efficiently than mm-hmm. a sermon or, yeah. uh, you know, a podcast or yeah. a blog right. post or just something that mm-hmm. is trying to get to a place and convince you of something. Sometimes mm-hmm. that direct approach for whatever reason comes up against all of your, like, you know, your, um, defenses right. that yeah. you put up, you yeah. know? And fiction has a way of getting behind all of that and and just giving you a kernel of some, like a gift, you know, that mm-hmm. is really beautiful and useful. And, and you can always come to a book with an expectation of like, I think this is going to be good or I'll enjoy this because of such and such. And then it will surprise you with what mm-hmm. you actually take away might be completely different, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think especially in today's society with all this realism, it's very, it puts your mind in a, sometimes a really funk place. So it, it's really nice to delve into a whole different world that well, someone else has and created. And that's, that's an investment of your mm-hmm. time. And the imagination yeah. is, is actually a lot better than when you read than it is to see something on the screen. Well, you're fostering your imagination just like you haven't developed a, a picture of Godfrey. Just chat. You got to work on that, man. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, I agree with all that. Just wonderful words, wonderful story, wonderful human being. Thank you for joining us today. And so go out, and I'm going to pop the website right up here one more time, uh, and lindsaylamb.com. Get this book invest some time and just nurture your imagination and let this book touch your hearts. Yeah. Uh, Especially during the winter months when it's cold, it's great to cuddle up with a good book. Mm -hmm. All right. Are there any um, closing comments that you want to put? I'm just saying, if anyone has things that they come out of the book that they want to write to me about, I'm very on top of emails and enjoy that personal conversation with readers or subscribers and just like I enjoy coming on mm-hmm. talking to yeah, you all about so thank you for being here <laughs> thank you. so you're accessible yes yes people mm-hmm. people this is not you know Lindsay's not 
out somewhere like, oh, you know, you will answer and you will respond mm-hmm. and communicate. Yeah, um, and I enjoy those conversations. All right. Well, mm-hmm. with that, let's just all say bye, right? All and right, thank everyone. you, Lindsay. Thank you Take so much. Care. Thank you. Thank you.